This. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> it's early break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is that time of the week for part two of Double Barrel Wednesday with your colleagues at the Journal Stars, Parker Gabriel, but not before we give him his proper introduction on this Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday. It's a Double Barrel Wednesday. Double Barrel Wednesday had some pop, didn't it? Very good job by Parker on Double Barrel Wednesday. Uh you guys know what day it is? It's Double Barrel Wednesday. And we're now joined by Parker Gabriel. Parker, good morning. I'm curious. We were going through last segment. Uh, Bill Conley was going through his production, returning for 2022 in college football. And Nebraska ranks 103rd in the nation. It's that second lowest in the Big Ten Conference. I- I'm curious, though. Usually you would think there's more cons to that, but uh, what are the pros to having a lack of production coming back for uh, an upcoming season, if you can find some, Parker? Yeah, good morning, guys. Well, I think, you know, it's – I think they want to play a little bit differently, in particular on offense. And so, you know, that if you're going to start fresh at quarterback um, and try something a little bit different there than what Adrian Martinez gave you the last four years, then – you're going to lose a lot of production because he's, you know, he's the biggest driver uh, in that number, especially offensively. If you think about the guys that they're losing, obviously Samari Ture, you know, you you like to think that given what they've done in the transfer portal um, and with Mickey Joseph in that room now, that even though the production balance is going to look different, and it's and it, you don't just roll out of bed and find a 900 yard guy. Um, you know, you'd like to think that you're in good hands there. Um, and then exactly how the production looks, you sort of figure it out. Uh, you don't just replace a tight end that has 600 yards. You're probably not going to have a 600-yard tight end every season like they did with Austin Allen. But like you guys were talking about last segment, you've got some talent there to work with. So offensively, um, you know, the, you're basically just putting trust in Mark Whipple and the situation at quarterback and, and – a a, a big set of skill position players to sort of help make that ground up. Uh, and then defensively, yeah, I mean, they have a lot to replace. Um, they've got some guys that are have been in the program, uh, have sort of grown up in the program, to borrow a Kirk Ferentz phrase, um, and some guys that they're adding to the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they may be better situated to sort of just graduate to the next line of guys on defense, but it's, it's not going to be – it's not just as easy as saying like, okay – uh, 57%, um, you know, we've got this figured out. Exactly. Uh, Parker, I'm glad you're with us. Parker Gabriel of the Lincoln. Yeah, I'm Memorial. glad to be here. <laughs> yes, Parker. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for still being alive, Parker. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Yes. That, okay, now we're talking, see, we're, see, we're talking about massive change in the program. And, and it continued. It continued on Monday when it was announced that Vince Genta Vince Ginta has joined the staff as Scott Frost's senior director of player personnel and recruiting. It's a, I now now am I? Let's just do it this way, Parker. Am am I overstating things to say this is a massive hire? Um, no, no, not in terms of Nebraska football. I don't, not sure it made waves uh, beyond our little realm. But no, it's a huge hire uh, in the program, and it's it's very interesting because. 
Scott just talked a week ago on the second signing day about sort of changing the structure a little bit of the recruiting department and, and, and adding to it, um, especially with the proliferation of the transfer portal. And, and Vince Ginta um, has essentially run recruiting departments uh, for several years now. He's doing it at Baylor under Dave Aranda. Mm-hmm. Um, he's worked uh, at Wisconsin. He's been sort of all over the place, five years at Oregon State. Um, between Baylor and Wisconsin, uh, and so and of course he was at Nebraska from 2004 to 2008. So I think this is, you know, a few years ago they hired a senior um, recruiting staffer to sort of run the department. Uh, guy's name his name is Bob Welton, and he was only here for a spring. He got hired in February, and it was sort of similarly a big deal. Yeah, uh, and then he left for Alabama after spring ball, and so, since then. Uh, Nebraska's gone with its the same group of guys that came with Scott from Central Florida. In fact, the recruiting department is really the place where there's been the most continuity. Uh, Sean Dillon and Trent Musbrucker and Ron Callahan, the sort of core of the recruiting department, has been those guys have been with Scott um, since the day he got here. And you know, by all accounts, I mean they've done a pretty good job. And so um, those three guys, they 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 continue on in their current roles. And then you add um, a sort of, you know, manager type um, organizer type and, and, and senior personnel person to sort of feed that department uh, along with those guys that have been here. Parker, when you look at uh, this upcoming spring, you know, there's a lot of guys, you know, gone from last year's, but off, with the offensive line, you're not going to have Prohaska or Corcoran and you have to find some pieces there to play, you know, tackle and also to replace a center there in Cam Jurgens. Do you have any idea of what that looks like this spring and, and who, at least at center, might be a favorite you think could be uh, the new center for next year? Yeah, I was actually, uh, I think I was asking Sipple on our podcast last week, like if you, if you were going to talk about the offensive line, like where would you even start I couldn't uh, do for it. spring ball? <laughs> it's, a diff- it's a difficult, it's a difficult uh, thing to peg because of just of how wide open it is, and especially with Hoskin and Corcoran out. Um, it's center... I think they were interested in seeing what Turner Corcoran could do there. Not like mm-hmm. he was necessarily going to be the guy, mm-hmm. but Scott said last week he could play. They think he could play all five positions. That obviously includes the middle. Uh, and so I'm, I don't know exactly, you know, the Corcoran injury, one of the uh, out, outcomes that it, it brings along in addition to him just missing critical development time is that you don't know if he's a possible answer there. And so it, then now you've just got to go through your other options and sort of figure out later uh, what you're going to do with him or pencil him in somewhere um, to compete for a job. I, you know, last year, the guys that took snaps like before games, which is really the only look we get at it, was uh-huh. in warmups. In uh-huh. addition to Cam Jurgens, the guys that regularly uh, worked with the centers last year were Trent Hickson and Ethan Piper. Yep. And then... Uh, and then Nor- Nordine Nuelli as the season went along. So I think that's sort of your starting spot, um, those three guys you, where, where you begin the competition, and then you sort of figure it out from there. And, and you know, think, Piper's a guy I'm interested in because he really struggled. You know, he was a guy that it, in 2019 and 2020, he's a young guy that they thought really highly of. Um, he's very athletic for his size. And he's really struggled uh, with consistency. And so he's a guy that you just wonder, and I'm not, I don't know how likely it is, but you just wonder um, if because of the athletic package, 
if a if a new voice in the room is particularly good for him. That's sort of a that's you would be that's an optimistic way of looking at it. Hey, what if the new coach, this guy really flourishes under him? That's that's what they're hoping for a bunch of guys. But he's one in particular I'm I'm interested in. Um, and then Willie obviously has improved his stock in the eyes of the coaching staff over the last year, so you'd think he'd be a candidate too. Parker, always great stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Yes, yeah, simple. I asked him about centers, and he started talking about like <laughs> oh, Hakeem Olajuwon and Tim Duncan, and I was like, no, 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 shut up. Sip. Yeah, yeah, this is football, Sip. Come on. Well, it's NBA season, Parker. Yes. A lot of yeah, NBA always. talk right now. It's always NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks, <laughs> Thank Parker. you very much, Parker. Parker Gabriel, Lincoln yeah. Journal Star. Yeah, that center discussion, I think right now you'd start it with Piper. Um, Ethan Piper. Now, Parker's exactly right. Turner Corcoran, if he was healthy, I think he'd get a long look there. He won't be available this spring, uh, Turner Corcoran. I'm just shocked he's not the right tackle you want there. I mean, I, I think about last year when mm-hmm. you had the, the, the awesome game – Against Northwestern. Okay. You had Prohaska at left tackle. Corcoran at right tackle. And that was a good picture. Uh-huh. And even against uh, Michigan, you know, Prohaska gets hurt, but that he still was serviceable at right tackle in that game. Okay. Yeah. Well. You know, it's, it's harder to me to find a, a, a quality tackle than it is a center, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good question, I mean, they're both, actually. It's, it's not easy to find any. Right. That's a pretty you know, good question. obviously very important there. The name I want to inject in this conversation is Henry Lutovsky. Yep. Yep. Henry Lutovsky, I would not be surprised if Henry Lutovsky was a starting guard, probably right guard. Wouldn't be surprised at all that your guards are Nordy Nueli on one side, Nueli, um, left guard, and and Henry Lutovsky on the right. Wouldn't be surprised. Now, there's a lot of competition that has to happen. If Donovan Raiola is listening right now, um, he would be like, "What? come on, guys, enough, knock it off. There's going to be. I don't know what it's going to look like. There's got to. There's got to be a whole spring and a whole August of competition. But I'm just saying, in in the within the program, Latovsky's highly regarded. Well, sure. I hope he's. I hope he's as good as advertised. Then. Well, we'll see. Let's play the game show. Give us a call right now at four six four five six eight. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Today is of course a wild card Wednesday. And we have done famous names before. We'll do do it again. Famous Michaels. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, any guys named Michael, famous ones, give us a call right now. 464-5685. Shut up, simple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, shut up, simple. <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. The lines are jacked. 464-5685. Call the nickdown Sip and Trivia. Uh, you are 53-54 and 54 since the reset before the Husker football season, which means you're 1-1 one one on this week. This could get you back to 500. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about uh, famous Michaels today, Sip? I, I should be good at this. Pretty common name. All right. right? Uh, Joe, how do you feel about famous Michaels? I think I feel fine. As long right. as we stay away from NASCAR. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, Joe. I, don't, I don't think there's any NASCAR today. We'll see about that. All right, Joe. First question goes to you. Here we go. What famous Michael 
directed and produced the Transformers movies Armageddon and Pearl Harbor, among others? Um, I think it's Michael Bay. Michael Bay is correct. Never heard of the man. Never heard of the man. No. Okay, well, it's pretty famous. Okay, Sip, down 1-0. Here's your first question. What famous Michael became the youngest male player in history to win a Grand Slam tournament in tennis, winning the 1989 French Open at 17 years of age? Let's say that again. What famous Michael became the youngest male player in history to win a Grand Slam tournament in tennis, winning the 1989 French Open at 17 years of age? Nobody. He's also this. a Hall of Famer in tennis, too. Is he? Okay. Yes, he is. That's why he's famous. I think he was in the 06 or 08 Hall of Fame for tennis. You know his first name. He's a little guy. Yeah, I know his, I know who it is. Um... He's a little guy, big, big forehand, Michael Chang. Wow. Wow, there, there it was. Yeah. Michael Chang is Little correct. dude. I bet he's five. Look it up, Harrison. I bet he's five foot five. Did you watch the 1989 French Open? Well, I will say this. I was still sort of following tennis okay. at that point. Yeah. yeah. Fading you, out. You might have watched it then. Fading out from the McEnroe, Bjorn Borg, Jimmy Connors, Ivan Lendl, those years, yeah. but... Yeah. Okay. Well, good job. You got it right. Okay, Joe. For your last question for the lead. He's, yeah, he's only five foot nine. Says Harrison. <laughs> Wasn't a big guy. You said he's a little guy. Me. I thought he's five five. Okay. All right. Uh, Joe, for the lead. What famous Michael starred as Batman in nineteen eighty nine and nineteen ninety two movies, and also as Beetlejuice? Great movies. Michael Keaton. <laughs> What movies did you say? I said he was in Batman movies in yeah. 89 and 92 and also Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You would have had that? Uh, close. You could have named a better How movie. How could you be close? Well, like he's in a lot better movies than that. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're down 2-1. Beetlejuice. To force the tiebreaker. God. Well, I said Batman starting off, yeah. to be fair. All right, Sip. Last question to force the tiebreaker. What famous Michael... Was a seven-footer drafted first overall by the L.A. Clippers in 1998 and considered one of the biggest busts of all time in the NBA. Mike Oden. (laughs) Are you kidding? First of all, the topic was Michaels, so it's not anybody named Mike. Michael Olawakandi was his name. And you got to be Greg Odin. That was like 2006, so you were way (laughs) off on everything. Joe, congrats. We get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling in down the road. Thank you. All right, Joe. Polite thank you. We'll give him his bagels courtesy of our courier, Eagle Delivery, the official courier of 93.7 The Ticket. And you are now one and two on the week. Yeah, and two games under 500, which is starting to be a bit of a concern. 53 and 55 since the Phantom Reset. Not sure why we reset. another reset coming up soon, I'm sure. Why? I mean, you're close to 500. I guess it's when you yeah. get down like 50 games below. 500. Oh, well, have I ever been 50 games below 500? Been 20 before. Yeah, not 50. There's a big difference between 50 and 20. There is. I've never been 50 well, we have, games below. We have to below. see over time the history where you're at. Okay, we don't have the luxury of that. I can't. I don't know the numbers. Anymore. Harrison. Does a good job of keeping track. Yeah, but of his tenure, not of the yeah. previous tenures here. Um, speaking of Michael Olawakandi, you know where he went to school at? 
Duke. Pacific. <laughs> Pretty different type of school, though. And uh, although he was a bust, was he did play ten seasons. This was never good. Okay. Okay. What is the most points he ever scored in a game in his oh, okay. ten NBA? Seasons? I bet he averaged ten point six points. How about that? Sounds a couple of seasons he did. Yeah. yeah I think most it, points. I think I was say this. His career average was like eight points. I think he scored twenty three one time. He had thirty one time. Ooh. One time he had thirty. One time. I remember all of. Ola Wakande. Do you? Yeah. It's called the Candyman. Yeah. Clippers <laughs> and uh, T-Wolves and some other teams. So Greg Oden, Mike Oden. <laughs> Mike Oden was a horrible guess. It was a horrible guess. It was just frankly terrible. <laughs> yeah, right. it was Michael. You could have said Michael Oden. It would have been finer, better than Mike. I didn't have I wasn't shortening it. These are all people that go by Michael. Yeah, you never called Michael Jordan Mike Jordan. Right, you didn't call Michael Jackson Mike Jackson. <laughs> it's Michael. No, you didn't. Actually, you didn't. No. <laughs> My point is made here. Don't Mike call, Jordan. Nobody calls Michael Bay Mike Bay. It just doesn't sound right. <laughs> the great Mike Jordan doesn't. It just doesn't have the same. Not at all. Uh-uh. No, it's Michael. The GOAT. Mike Jordan. <laughs> People are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Uh, my oh. grandson still says LeBron is the goat, and I'm like, come on, come on. Harrison's even shaking his head. It's Mike, and and Harrison's 22. You would think that might be LeBron, but no, he's got Harrison's Michael Jordan. Kind of wise beyond his years. Not that Alex isn't wise. I mean, he's a smart kid, very smart, and he'll and he makes a very strong case for LeBron. He will make a very strong case. But you are still oh I'm MJ. The, yeah, the goat. I'm MJ too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we'll bring in DP and Jay for the spillover next on Early Break on the Ticket. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So, guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller.